What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's bonus podcast, where my desire is to take Sunday's messages just a little bit deeper. As always, we hope that this helps you and that this blesses you. If it does, please be sure to share this message with someone. All right, well, welcome back, everybody, to the Deeper Podcast. We are continuing our conversations that we are having at Lighthouse Church, North County, on Sundays. So we have been in a teaching series that we are calling Family Meeting. How many remember growing up and having a family meeting at your household? I certainly remember having a family meeting from time to time when things got to that point. And in a sense, that is what we've leaned into in this teaching series. So we're three weeks in now, and it was time to roll up our sleeves and go a little bit deeper into the muck of all things family. And so we dealt with generational trauma on Sunday. The name of the sermon was The Other Side of Trauma. And in my preparation, it was so, so, so important to extract from the Bible people who were dealing with cycles or generational trauma. I think it's so important that we look to the Bible to see that because for anyone that is going through generational trauma, maybe you sit in a Sunday service and everybody looks like they're put together and we're teaching about faith or teaching about generosity or teaching about a book in the Bible that we are exegeting the scriptures together. And you might be thinking to yourself, nobody in this place can identify with the trauma that I am going through. Well, folks, that's why we got to pull and tug and and deal with these topics so that we get into the scriptures and pull out content. Let me just sidebar before we dive in. And I've often talked about the um, one of the aims of this podcast to dive into the preparations of dealing with a sermon. So there are a lot of churches that will deal with uh, topical sermons and, and others that will be purely exegetical. And so I'm going to outline um, a strength and a deficiency here of these approaches. And so obviously, if you pre- if you are in a church where all they do is exegete scriptures, you may not have the opportunity to deal with the Bible in the way that we are dealing with it through this topical sermon. This is why it is my belief that we should do both. So many churches are one or the other. They they camp out in the, well, we just open the Bible and, and, and preach the Bible in sequence. We are exegeting the text and, and this is the way God always wants it done. And then there are others that do deal with topical. They, they deal with, you know, this is the way that, that we can better reach people dealing with topics where people are dealing with this stuff on Monday and um you know the critique is then that the 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 doctrine is is not sound and 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 we're preaching to itching ears and so this is why i believe in both this is why i believe that it's okay to do some purely exegetical messages and then it's okay to dive into the topical i don't believe it's one or the other i believe it's both and 
So we're dealing with the topic of generational trauma and you can't do that by having a purely exegetical approach to the scriptures because you're not going to be surfing through the Bible in the way that we were able to to last Sunday. I was about to say today, like we did last Sunday when we talked about Abraham and then we jumped forward to Isaac and then we jumped forward to Jacob. You just can't do that. You just can't do that. Um, when you are purely taking the the text of Genesis by chapter and verse. So again, just a little sidebar on the preparation, but let's dive into the content. We were dealing with generational trauma. Now here's the big takeaway. Here is the big statement. Here is the goal. And and, and I like to, to I want to start off with the end goal in mind, and it is simply this. Don't pass down your trauma. Don't pass down your trauma. Whatever you got to do to do that, however you got to do that, it is so important that what we do in this season is designed to get us to the end goal that we do not hand down trauma to our children and that they hand it down to their children I'm talking about generational trauma. They might experience something that's not what you experienced and that's something different. Certainly don't um, don't wish that on anyone, but I'm talking specifically about generational trauma. Let's not hand down generational trauma. So if the goal is to not pass it down, what do we have to do? Well, we have to break the cycle. We have to break the cycle of trauma. And in a way, breaking the cycle of trauma is kind of like experiencing healing. I teach on this and I'll say there are three ways that we experience healing anytime we are physically sick. If we are physically sick, number one, we can be instantaneously and miraculously healed. That's one way of experiencing healing. Number two, we are healed through prayer and medicine. So so we don't abandon faith, but we couple faith with medicine and together we embark on a healing journey. And then the third way that we experience healing is when we transition and we are in heaven. When we are in heaven, sickness doesn't go with us. When we are in heaven, disease does not go with us. So so we believe the third way of healing is when we are now in our glorified bodies and and sickness doesn't come, disease doesn't come. I know that um, that's probably the hardest ones for, um, that's the hardest one for us to process, but make no mistake, God will call his saints back home. And when he does, they will experience his healing. Let's deal with the trauma. So how do we break the cycles of trauma? Well, similarly, it can be instantaneous. It can be miraculous. I have seen people come uh, come to God in prayer and immediately God will set them free from the trauma that they have been experiencing. And, 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 and that is amazing. That is awesome. It is a miracle. There is nothing too hard for God and he can do it that way. Another way is similarly to prayer and medicine, it would be prayer and therapy. And, and this is really where I, I push people, especially people that are telling me, you know, pastor, I've been dealing with this for 10 years. 
And, and this happens a lot because so often in church, we don't want to talk about it. We just bury it. It's like, you know, therapy and counseling for so long were taboos in the church. And, and, and we did ourselves a disservice in the history of the church by just saying you could pray everything away. No, some things require prayer and therapy. Some things require prayer and counseling. Some things require prayer and getting help. So hear me. If you are dealing with trauma and something happened to you, something was said over you, you need to go to therapy and counseling and pray, okay? And these two things can be coupled together. They are not at odds and they should be working to bring you healing. Those are the two ways that we can break the cycles of trauma. Another thing that I want to lean into, and, and this is uh, the second to the last thing that I'll say is what you also have to do is, and you'll probably discover this in therapy and counseling, is you've got to identify what are the triggers to your trauma. What are the things that send you rushing back to where the pain first occurred? And, and what are the triggers that bring you back to that place? You got to identify them and then you need to place safeguards around yourself as you work through those triggers. You've got to protect yourself as you work through those triggers. Now, it's possible that one day through prayer and therapy that you will be absolutely delivered from that trauma and the things that used to send you into that trauma no longer affects you. And that's beautiful. And that's amazing. And that is something that I would hope for everyone. But there is also wisdom in once you have identified these triggers, never going back to them again. This means never going back to that type of relationship. This means never going back to that person who hurt you. This means never putting yourself in that same scenario where it's going to just bring back all the trauma that you had to endure. You've got to place safeguards. And, and while you want complete healing from it all, you have to be wise and know that some things just need to be avoided. Some people just need to be avoided. Some circumstances and situations and places and spaces just need to be avoided. That is how you will steer clear and, and, and not allow yourself to get sucked in to that cycle. Now, here's the last thing I want to add. OK, you've got to stay in the fight. You have to stay in the fight. Just because it happened to you doesn't mean you can be passive and live your life allowing that trauma to turn its head. You don't want it to rear its head and to look at you again. So you have to stay in the fight. You have to do the work. You have to do prayer. You have to do counseling. You have to get help. Again, I can't tell you how many times I have told people, you've got to go to counseling. And they give me that look, the I'm so disappointed, pastor, that I came to you and you have no magic wand or you aren't able to pray a prayer to break the yoke. And and, and I've seen that there is like almost this expectation that that the pastor is able to with a prayer undo everything that happened to a person. Now, again, it can happen. It can't happen, but most often it's going to require prayer and therapy, prayer and counseling, 
prayer and getting help. So hear me, my friends, step in the ring, step in the fight. Because when you come to me or you go to a pastor and, and, and you want them to wave their magic prayer wand called prayer over your head and cast everything out. And again, I, I'm not minimizing that. That is possible. But when it doesn't happen and they say, we need to go seek help, that's not the time to hide. That's not the time to bury your head in the sand. That's not the time to just wish it away or, or, or retreat or just simply say, I will just live like this. No, friend, you can't do that. Your marriage requires you to fight. Your children require you to fight. And if for no one else, you should fight for yourself. You should fight for your well-being. You should fight for your emotional state. You should fight for your soul. Stay in the fight, my friend. Don't give up. Get in there. Do what you have to do. But let's break the generational trauma. Why? Because the goal is that we not pass it down to the next generation. Well, hey, listen, that's all I have for you today. Man, that felt like a power punch. I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that this has taken you just a little bit deeper. And as always, we want to hear from you. Send us comments, questions, or feedback to info at lighthousechurchnc.org. That's our email address. Shoot us an email there. We'd love to be in touch with you, stay in touch with you, and to field any questions and comments you might have. So until next time, you take care.